Hello guys, Sarah here again and welcome to the Life as an Experiment podcast. It's a podcast where I help you declutter emotional baggage and reclaim your power and confidence in your lives. Right, today I would like to talk about the six different ways in which you can start giving yourself permission to lead the life that you want. Many people that um, I speak to and encounter seem to be actually waiting for someone to tell them that the way that they are doing things and the way that they are actually leading their lives is all fine, right? Many of us are actually waiting for someone to tell us that, you know, it's it's okay to do the things that you want to do. It's okay for us to have different desires from our, from other people. You know, it's okay to, to live the lives the way that we want to. So you're just waiting for someone, you know, someone external to actually tell us that it's okay to want these things, right? And quite a number of people that I talk to as well aren't actually very, very cool or very happy with the way things have gone about in their lives. You know, but there's a sort of, you know, sense of resignation and a sort of very, you know, unhappy but resigned view towards life. Like they don't really have any other choice. You know, I'm not super content to, you know, be leading this current lifestyle, but I don't really have a choice. And I always found that really, really interesting because we do have a choice, you know, we do, um, we, we do happen to be, you know, from places of privilege where, you know, we do have choices um, to, to make decisions and to do things that we want to do. And I feel that choice is always a, a privilege because not everybody else in the world actually has um, the ability to actually make a choice or make a decision for themselves. Right, so, and something that I always like to remind ourselves, um, remind uh, myself and the people that I speak to, is that, you know, we really all have only one life, okay? So let's assume that we do not believe, you know, in the afterlife or in reincarnation or anything like that. We just have this one life, you know, to live on earth. You know, just one chance to live the way that we want to. Um, there's also a finite amount of time on this planet, right? We aren't going to be here forever and ever, right? And as morbid as this sounds, we aren't actually very sure when we will die, right? It could be at... 100 years from now, it could be 100 days from now or even 100 hours from now, right? So the COVID-19 pandemic and, you know, just seeing things happen around me where very young, um, seemingly very healthy, you know, people just, you know, pass away. It has been quite, uh, it's quite a shock to me actually really because, you know, you just get reminded of the fragility of life and that you actually have no idea when you're going to leave this planet Earth, Right. So this means that you only have, you know, an X amount of time to actually accomplish the things that you want to do, right? So the, really the question is then, what do you want to be accomplishing in that amount of time, right? So we haven't got all day waiting around for people or for society to give us the green light and the permission to live the lives that we want to, right? We, we have to actually give ourselves the permission, but how do we do that? Right? That's the perennial question that everybody has. How do we give ourselves the epic permission to live the life that we've always wanted to live? Right? So here are six different ways that you can actually use. Firstly, acknowledge the desires within you. Okay, so acknowledge the aches and the strong ones, you know, the calls to do something, the blazing desires, whatever those may be acknowledge them okay pay attention to what i call the nudges that you actually receive um from your mind from your heart and from your inner voice okay the nudges are when something keeps tugging at you you know for example you keep getting called to write or be a writer okay so go address it okay go start a blog keep a notebook with your write-ups 
do some research, you know, just get started. Just just do something and you'll be surprised how, you know, sometimes just doing that one thing can actually lead you to what you are actually looking for. So sometimes to keep the fire burning, right, I will actually write out, you know, a bucket list of things that I'm dying to have or dying to do in my life. So no judgments about this list. I don't judge myself. Okay, I just free flow. And I will then think of the ways in which I can go about doing these things. So, for example, I've always wanted to, um, you know, be a watercolorist. Okay, not so much as a, you know, professional painter or, you know, have my artwork, you know, hanging up in a gallery or something. But it's, you know, something that I've always wanted to connect with. Um, and watercoloring was something that I was very, very drawn to. So, I went about researching, you know, went about, you know, finding classes and all that. I did, I did find a class, but it, you know, got, got cancelled and got put on hold because of COVID. And I went around looking again and my friend, interestingly, managed to actually, you know, send me a class that was an online watercolouring class. And, you know, I've been a part of it since and I've been having a lot of fun, right? So whatever you do, don't deny or suppress, you know, these desires and yearnings within you, okay? Let them bubble forth and allow them to come to your awareness, right? Give them the space to, to exist because you will never know what these little desires will turn into and it could potentially be life-changing. And like what I actually described about my friend, sometimes when you let your desires come through and come forth, it would be, you know, it's really, really interesting how the universe actually then, you know, tries to arrange things to actually lead you into a particular direction. Like my friend, she had no idea that I was interested in watercoloring, you know, specifically watercoloring um, architecture. So architectural watercoloring is what they call it. So when she saw the class, you know, I mean, she could have ignored it because there was an ad on YouTube. She could have just, you know, like, you know, oh, whatever, you know, just, just, just click skip ads, right? But she didn't. She actually acted on it and sent it to me. And I acted on it. I bought the course and I'm having a lot of fun now. So you, it's very interesting how, you know, sometimes these things actually work out for themselves. And it's interesting how, how when answering to our desires and acknowledging, you know, their existence, um, you know, helps to bring about a lot more opportunities um, to our lives as well. Right, it's just very magical how it works, but it's you know it's it's just something that actually happens, right? So um, the second um thing to take note of is that you don't really need a three year or five year or ten you know um ten year or ten step plan to actually decide whether you want to do something or not. Okay, you don't actually really need a plan you know in the first place to actually start anything. All you need to do is just start. Okay, so just start somewhere, take the first step. Because, you know, for example, if you want to be a children's book author in future, right, you don't need to have this perfect plan. Like, you know, step one, take a writing course. Step two, you know, go to a writer's network and start networking my butt off. You know, remove the perfection and the prescriptiveness from the equation and allow some room for flexibility and spontaneous growth. And allow, you know, um, the desires to come forth, like I said. And... Also, life happens, right? So life is damn unpredictable. And right now, you may think that, oh, you know, these are the five or ten steps, you know, um, that you absolutely need to take to get to where you want to be. But life is not set in stone. Things change and, you know, sometimes things just don't work out in the way that we think that they should. Which is why, you know, sometimes these three-step, five-step, ten-step plans don't really work because you just don't know what is around the corner and don't really know what life has in store for you. But, you know, when you actually take, you know, that first step, more opportunities that you didn't know about will open up to you. So like what I described with my friend just now in the watercoloring class, right? 
it all lies in the first step. Okay, it doesn't have to be a very big first step, but at least, you know, it's something that you are doing. It's a first step, you know, first point in action. And you're actually much closer to where you want to be or where you have to be. Right, and the third um, method or the third way is to actually let go of the need for approval. Okay, so one of the reasons why we never really get to live the life that we want to is because we let other people's opinions and judgments and expectations you know, determine the direction of, of our lives. And I think that that should not be the way at all, okay? Because when you seek external permission from others, you are actually allowing yourself to be judged. You are welcoming judgment and opinions into your lives, right? So as long as you need the approval of others, you will always remain disempowered, okay? Whenever you need to live your life, you know, just because someone tells you to do, to, to, to do that, you always remain in a place where you cannot actually take back control, and once you stop seeking external ap approval, your ability to give yourself a permission slip, you know, um, when you need one actually increases greatly, okay? Because when you, when you let go of how, you know, some people might not approve, you know, and you need to decide which is more important, your desires and your dreams or, you know, maybe someone else's opinion of them. You know, you got to ask yourself the important question, which one are you going to regret more? you know, on your dying bed, let's say. Are you going to regret not doing what you wanted to do? Are, are you going to regret, you know, that you lived your life to the fullest without having to listen to other people and get their approval? Okay, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's quite, you know, quite straightforward which one you will regret more, right? Um, and you've also got to recognise sometimes that you actually can't please everybody in your life. If you make decision A, you're bound to upset, upset some people. And if you take another path in your life, you're bound to upset others. But I think the most important question to actually ask yourself is which decision will upset you the least, right? And again, the reminder that you only have one life. Do you actually really want it to be dictated by, by society and others? Or do you want to take the reins and take control of your own life, right? Take back the power for yourself. Okay, and the fourth method or fourth way is to trust yourself a little bit more. Okay, because when you give yourself permission, you are trusting yourself to actually make choices. Okay, because all of us, whether you believe, you know, this woo-woo spiritual thing or whatever, all of us actually has an all-knowing consciousness inside of you. Okay, and, and, you know, we have an inner voice and an inner, you know, wisdom that is guiding you towards your highest good. Okay, and the more that you connect with this guidance and the more that you listen to it, the easier it will be to give yourself permission. And the reason why people put off living the life that they want is a lot of the, the times they don't actually really trust themselves with the responsibility of making decisions. Okay, we don't trust that we will make the right decision for ourselves. So you follow the paths that other people have taken because it feels safer. It feels safer to do things that other people have done. Okay, trusting yourself is a very interesting, vulnerable process, right? Because it requires a surrendering to the process, a surrendering to, you know, some, you know, higher, higher being, whatever. And, you know, it requires surrendering yourself to your intuition. You need to really listen to what your heart or your gut is telling you and follow it. Okay, so the key is not really to be so bent on achieving a perfect outcome, okay um because there is really no such perfect outcome and trusting yourself is you know knowing that no matter what you have your back and you can 
um, you know, you, you can meet, you know, whatever desires that you, you have and you actually can cope with the consequences. I know this is actually very, very difficult to do in practice and it actually takes many, many years of, you know, surrendering and being vulnerable and, and trusting yourself, you know, which brings me to my next point, right? Sometimes at the end of the day, you just have to grow a pair and get some courage, bite the bullet and just do it. Okay, which is why taking the first step is so powerful because when you take the first step, you're actually building momentum and confidence. And you might be thinking like, you know, well, that's very difficult, you know, all these is impossible. But when you actually get down to really doing it, you realize that it isn't really that hard. Right, so from there, you might want to, you know, start exploring other options that you were hesitant to explore before this. Because sometimes, you know, um, just taking the first step actually gives you a little bit of that kick. You know, it gives you a little bit of that, that confidence like, hey, you know, I can actually do this small little thing which I initially thought was actually very difficult to do but actually it wasn't. So sometimes, you know, if I'm feeling a lot of reluctance around um, doing something that I've always wanted to do or doing something that, you know, I've been having, you know, on my bucket list for so long. Um, for example, you know, I wanted to, to solo travel around um, Europe a couple of years back. Um, it seemed to be such a daunting task, but I actually broke it down into steps and I just followed my heart. Um, and the very first step that I did was, you know, to just go on the internet and just, you know, look around for um, hotels and, and countries to, to explore and to stay in. And then one thing led to another and I found myself on a three to four week summer trip around Europe, um, all solo, all by myself. And I had tons of fun. Yeah. And you just don't know where that first step will lead you to. And all you need to do is just have some courage and take it, right? It doesn't even need to be a very big first step. So placing more emphasis on the doing than the reflecting or overthinking or the planning and the analyzing, um, you know, will make sure that, you know, you don't fall into the trap of analysis paralysis because sometimes when you think too much and um, you don't do something or you think too much, there's that kind of thing that I call a thought inertia because you think, think, think and you think yourself out of action and you just start, you know, telling yourself that this won't work, you know, um, it will never happen, blah, blah, blah. Our minds have, you know, fantastic ways of telling ourselves, um, you know, how something will not work out or telling ourselves how we will fail. But sometimes when you can you just go ahead and take the first step, um, you're kind of overcoming what, you know, the barriers that you're actually mind, your mind puts in place. So yeah, just, just, just have some courage. Just take that little leap of faith and just do what you always want to do. Okay, and the last consideration to actually ask yourself is, what is holding you back? Okay, I got this thought from an email that I actually received recently. It's through the Note from the Universe app that is by Mike Dooley. It's an email subscription slash app and it's actually wonderful. So do subscribe for this uh, Nuggets of Intuitive Inspiration delivered to your inbox so you can go download the um app you know in your itunes your, your your apple play store your google play store um i am not like an affiliate or whatever for the app i just think it's a wonderful way of encouraging yourself and it's really really uncanny how the messages actually match up with what you are actually thinking or you know thinking of doing and uh, what you're actually desiring uh within you right so let me read this uh, email that i've got right so blazing desire sarah even when it's all you've got is all you've ever needed but mind you, if your blazing desire has not effortlessly thrown you into action, 
preparing the way, taking baby steps and doing all you can, then it's just a smoldering desire and you're thinking other conflicting thoughts as well. Now, this is really interesting because, you know, your blazing desire can come down a notch if you're actually overthinking something or you're having conflicting thoughts or you're having some fears, right? So, it's normal to be fearful of, you know, taking a path that other people have not taken before, right? But it's also something that you actually need to take out and explore. So, what conflicting thoughts are you thinking? Okay, what do you fear? What are you afraid of? So for me, when, you know, I do things that um, other people have not done, so, you know, um, going on a solo trip was one, um, you know, I, I do lots of really experimental things in my life, and I take a little bit of, um, I wouldn't call it risks with my job, but I definitely do not stay in careers where I don't feel any satisfaction from. So I'm a little less um, risk-adverse in that sense. Um, so... You know, whenever, even when I started my business and before I started this podcast, you know, I had so many like like fears around like, you know, what if I failed? Um, what would happen? How would I feel? You know, what if I, and what if I succeeded? You know, there's this thing called fear of su- su- succession as well, fear of success. And um, it's something I feared as well. Like, you know, if I had all this like success, what would I actually do with it? You know, um, yeah, human beings, we can be quite strange sometimes. But, you know, it's important to actually take out those fears and to really examine it. And, you know, because sometimes these are the subconscious fears that are actually stopping ourselves, um, stopping us from getting to where we want to be. Right, so here are the, you know, the, the six ways in which you can give yourself, you know, um, epic permission to lead the life that you really, really want to. I hope that you feel inspired and empowered to take your life back remember that we only live once and we have a very very finite amount of time on earth and we do not know when that time is coming to an end okay so with that we've come to the end of the podcast do remember to leave a comment or get in touch with me i love to hear from my readers and my listeners email me at abstractedcollective at gmail.com that is abstract with an ed collective and if you like the show, do tell your friend and please rate and review on iTunes or anywhere else that you get your podcast because um, it'll help other people like you find the show easily. Till next time, go be your wonderful self.